My name's Leslie Peterson, and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. Happy Friday, bloggers. I've got a challenge for you this Friday, an audit. I'd like you to take out a scrap piece of paper and answer a question for me, 15 questions to be exact. They'll go quickly. On a scale of one to 10 for each question, one being not at all and 10 being absolutely all the time. So what are we auditing? We are auditing how you run your blogging business. Have you tipped the scales too much in one area? Are you ignoring another area, maybe even on purpose? Ooh, I felt that in my own gut. So I sat down and I thought this week about what are, at least for me, what are the critical aspects of my business? What are the things that I think my success has been attributed to? What are the linchpin cornerstone tasks of my business? So I've come up with 15. That's what I want to ask you about. Grade yourself on a score of one to 10. Be honest. You don't have to share this with the class. So be honest. And then as you're evaluating maybe what has fallen uh, on the low side, just think about what you can do differently in that area. I mean, we're in Q4. You've got some time before the end of the year to kickstart that area, to make a big difference, to start 2024 off in a more well-rounded way. And then finally, here's my second challenge to you. Tell me what I'm missing. What are you doing that you think's been instrumental to your success that is not on this list? Because I'm sure I have my own blind spots too. I am not beyond that. Oh, good Lord. So that's what I want from you. I'm going to give you the questions. We'll talk about each of them just a little bit. I don't want to go on too long on a Friday. You audit yourself. Think about how you can make the difference in your business and think about maybe what you're doing right. Celebrate it. And uh, especially if I missed it. And then send me an email. Tell me what I missed. Okay. I've broken these down into five categories. SEO, email, products, social media. Ooh, that's the one I feel in the gut. And growth. Are you ready? You got your pen? Got your paper? Got your scale of one to 10? The first one is keyword research. Are you writing your articles using the supply-demand principle? Are you understanding what your audience is after and delivering that for them? And it doesn't have to be large volume keywords. It could be really small, targeted keywords. That's okay, especially right now. Uh, But are you looking at the keyword? Because the keyword research, we've talked about this. There's an entire podcast on it. It's not selling out. It's an understanding of the supply model, understanding what people are after. So that's the first one. The next one is, do you have a targeted, systemic affiliate strategy? 
Whatever niche you're in, there's probably affiliate programs that you can leverage. Are you making the most of them? Are you putting the right energy into the right partnerships? Are you seeking the best affiliate opportunities? Are you putting your efforts into affiliates that are worth the effort? Are you looking for the right keywords? Are you handling, are you managing that part of your business? And the last one under SEO is, you guessed it, updating your content. We've been talking about that for the last two weeks. I won't go into that one, but it definitely you need to rank yourself there. Okay, I've got four under email marketing. Number one, are you sending a regular newsletter? Regular, regularly. And if you're not collecting email addresses, then you're probably not sending a newsletter. So sending a regular newsletter would indicate that you are collecting email addresses in some capacity. Number two, the way that you're doing that is not just one big lead magnet across your entire site that's either sign up for my newsletter or something that everybody else has. Like uh, here's a, you know, in the travel industry, the big one is here's a packing list. That one's overdone. I don't mean, I'm not calling anybody out in particular, and it's not personal attack on you if that's what you have, but it's time to get more creative. And you need more than one lead magnet because you have more than one type of person coming to your site, and it will dramatically increase the number of people who are willing to sign up with you. So do you have multiple lead magnets? If not, get on it. Number three, When you write to them, whether you're writing a newsletter or you're writing a series of emails that go out to them after they, after you send them the lead magnet, are you focusing on connection? Are you doing more than just throwing in a post or two or trying to sell them something? Are you fostering connection? Are you focusing on what your mission is with your business, what your purpose is, why you're doing the job that you're doing? So how well are you fostering that connection? And the final one, are you monetizing your email list? There's a lot of different ways to do that. And uh, it doesn't mean necessarily that you've um that you're making thousands of dollars on it yet, but have you thought about it? Are you trying to? Do, have you attempted to? Do you have any strategy in place? That's email. All right, so we've talked about SEO. We've talked about email. The next one is products. So I got three questions for you about products. Do you have a product for your audience? The key component of this question is that you have a specific audience that you know who you're talking to, that you have identified clearly who your message is going to, because it's gone as the uh, gone are the days of generalized bloggers, lifestyle blogger, travel blogger, food blogger. You've got to get more specific than that. So you understand your audience and you've created a product for them. It doesn't have, it doesn't matter what kind of product it is. Is it a digital download? Is it a physical product? Is it a book? You have something else to sell. Number two, do you have an email funnel in place? 
to sell that product. I don't mean, do you send an email periodically with a link to buy your product? I mean, do you have a sales funnel? And I know that word's a little intimidating, but uh, it shouldn't be. Think of it as just, um, do you have a conversation, an ongoing conversation with your email list that starts with education and ends with, I've got more for you. Here's where, here's what it is. Do you have that in place? My guess is that there's more of you who have products than have a sales funnel in place. And if you do, uh, I hope that you are monitoring it because the beautiful thing about a sales funnel, especially when you know your audience, you have a product, you put a sales funnel in place. When you've got a good one and when you know what the conversion rate is on it, then it begins to make sense to put ad revenue behind that email funnel because you know how much it costs to get a customer at that point. And so even if it costs $10 to get a customer, if you're making $25 every time you make a sale, well, that that's a printing press, folks. <laughs> Enter $10, get out $25, that's a printing press. Um, but you can't do that. that. That's not even a possibility or, or it's not even a smart decision unless you've optimized your sales funnel. Okay, number three, do you have B2B product packages? Do you have offerings that really align with what you do well, that you are consistently talking with your brand partners about? Do you have a sales strategy to get more brand partners? So products, the first product I'm talking about is for your readers. And this third one would be for your brand relationships or your potential brand relationships. Okay, next category Ooh, social media. Yeah, I can't believe I'm putting social media in here either. For those of you who know me, your mouth is probably open in the O formation. Oh my gosh, is she really saying that? I've only got two questions under social media because I'm not going to ask you if you're going viral or if you're putting emojis in your caption or if you're using the right hashtag because the fact of the matter is everybody's got a different strategy. Everybody's got a different way of doing it. Everybody's got a different focus. Everybody's got a different platform. But I really have two questions for you. Number one, are you using it to grow your list? And it might not be every post. It doesn't make sense that it would be every single post. But multiple times a week, are you strategically, on purpose, using your social media to grow your email list. Because that's the best thing it's for, folks. And I know some of you have figured out how to make bank on your social media account, and I'm not suggesting you stop that. I think that's fantastic. I wish I knew how to do that. But I am saying that chances are you're not doing that seven posts out of seven. And those other posts, when you're trying to figure out what to share, it should be something that leads people to sign up for your lead magnet. It's the most effective, beautiful thing that you can do with your social media. And then the second one is, are you posting consistently? 
This is where I get a big fat zero on a scale of one to 10. I am the most inconsistent, but I have, I'm challenging myself to be different. And I'm not going to focus on it candidly for my blog. I'm going to focus on it with this coaching because I can only do one of those two things. And uh, right now, this is where my passion lies. So November, I'm working behind the scenes, trying to come up with some ideas. But in November, I'm going to give myself a 90-day challenge, I guess you could say. And I am going to work really hard to post consistently. So um, anyway, wish me luck there. But hopefully next time we talk on this audit, uh, my scale, my, uh, my rating for myself will be higher there. But still, I'd love you to rank yourself, even though I'm calling myself out. Okay, the last area, so we talked about SEO, three things there. Email, four things there. Products, three things there. Uh, Social media, two things there. The last one is growth. And I've got the last three items for you. Here's number one. Have you set for yourself tangible, measurable, quarterly, monthly, and weekly goals? I would love for you to know every Sunday what you have going on for the upcoming week. The first of every month that you know what your your uh, goals are for that month. And then at the beginning of every quarter, you might want to check out my podcast on the five by five that you have five tiny steps that you're taking toward a big project. You know what those are and you put them on your calendar. So that's one part of growth. The second one is personal growth, which I think impacts our business growth in a major way. And I've kind of pulled them all together. There's a couple items in this one. You can judge yourself based on what, which one of these most applies to you, although I would argue that they all apply. Uh, but I'm just going to sum them up as personal growth areas, and that's exercising on a daily basis. This is a stressful time in the world of Google right now, folks. And it's just going to keep getting worse. And cookies are going away and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And the best way to manage stress is to, is to move, is to exercise, is to get outside and do a walk. I've been using a rower. I got a rower off Facebook Marketplace, and I love it. So I've been doing the rowing machine, um, especially as it gets freezing cold here. But uh, whatever you can do, However much or little you can do, you've got to exercise every day. The next thing um, as part of of, uh, personal growth, meditation. I know for many of you, you don't like the idea of meditation. Maybe it's a little woo-woo. It's so important to me. I I have to mention it because silencing our minds is the way we build understanding and creativity. And uh, we just get a fresh perspective on things. So yours might be in the form of prayer, uh, might be a different kind of meditation than my meditation. But I challenge you to sit in silence and listen to whatever your higher power is and um, make some time for that on a daily basis. And the third and final thing I'll add to personal growth is journaling. I did an entire podcast on it. That's how important I think it is. It's probably one of the least listened to podcasts out there, but 
I still think that it is key to growing and not just writing the same thing every day, but really asking in the mornings, who do I want to be today? What's most important today? What do I need to accomplish today? And at the end of the day, asking ourselves different questions too. I laid all that out in that in that uh, podcasting episode about journaling, but journaling is transformative. And when you combine exercise, meditation, and journaling, you're not even going to recognize yourself. I guarantee it. Okay, I belabored that. The last question. Are you tracking your successes and your failures? A lot of us like to keep a memory of how we failed so we can bring it up to ourselves later when we want to try something new. Oh, I remember when I failed last time? Yeah, I'm probably going to fail this time. I want you to track your successes because that's just as important to win, to, to remember. And I don't mean just the big successes. I mean every little success. I think every day it's helpful in that journal to write down what went well today. What was great? What should I celebrate? Because every day has something like that. And then to also keep track of your failures. And I don't mean so you have a laundry list of things that you should get onto yourself about, but so that you can transform those into lessons and you can uh, make sure that you've learned from the lesson and move on. Once it's written down, it's out of your system and it's not to be brought up again. And so when your self-talk tries to remind you of it, you can say, well, let it go. And also look at all those amazing things I did succeed on. Uh, But I think writing down the lessons we learn is super important uh, because we tend to forget those lessons. We forget, oh, you know, I should have remembered. I told you about my biggest regret with blogging. You can bet your bottom dollar I will never forget again how important it is to niche down. And I wrote it down. I wrote all the lessons I learned. And um, next time I want to do a super big project that takes a bigger investment, I'm going to review my lessons and review my successes and remind myself of how far I've come. And in order, the other reason that we track successes is because we want to know what to replicate. We want to know, we want to remember the good things so that we can do them again. Oh, yeah, I forgot how well this worked. I And I stopped doing it. Why don't I go back to doing it? So that's why we keep track of those things. Okay, so what do you think? How are you doing? How did you score yourself? What areas can you improve on? What areas are you doing really well? And what areas did I forget to mention. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. 
With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.